When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the way. We want it men. that Mara Jade uh, uh, prototype is going for 350 on deal or no deal? Yes, it's beautiful. I was going to bid on it, but at 350, Jesus. That's the Black Series one. Is it a Black Series one? Yeah, no. I think. Uh, does she have articulation? Yeah. Then yeah, it's the Black Series one from She's hand-painted. She's hand-painted? Yeah, it's a, a Mara Jade AP with accessory. Comic two-pack, so it's not a... It's not a oh, okay, it's not the Black Series one. No, did they have a black series on here? No, but there was a black series Mara Jade. Oh, you're talking the little, the four inch, three point seven three quarter. Was that a yeah. six inch? No, that was a three and no. three quarter, I believe. Oh, you're looking at the comic two pack though. Okay. Yeah, it's a comic two pack. I'm on board. And it looks hand painted. It's beautiful, but I don't have that kind of money right now. But hey, maybe people who. Uh, since the Rancor didn't fund it, people have 350, they can bid on it. Right. <laughs> Jeez. I was just looking. My mom had a bunch of eight millimeter tapes and she converted them over to DVD. So just a few minutes ago, I was watching them. There's a bunch of birthdays and Christmases. And one Christmas, I was opening things up and they didn't focus in on it, but there was a G.I. Joe boxed vehicle there. Uh huh. I don't remember ever owning. A G.I. Joe vehicle. Uh oh. For um Easter one year, I got a uh GoBots. Go go GoBots, yes. And hold on. I, the only reason I laugh is because my best friend collects Transformers and GoBots were like the poor man's Transformers. So right. he makes fun of me for liking GoBots because they were, you know, they were the smaller ones and you could afford GoBots. And I got they, a I got a He-Man. He-Man was It looked awesome. beautiful on card. <laughs> and then, then I opened it. <laughs> I got, uh, there was a Return of the Jedi figure, but it was backlit. And so for a split second, I could see the racetrack and I could see Jedi. And my, my family's like, how did you know that's Return of the Jedi? I'm like, just, I know what a Return of the Jedi card back looks like. I can't see it. So now it's my mission because my mom got it converted to, to DVD. And then also she got it on a hard drive. Uh-huh. I'm going to go play with the um, settings, the the brightness and contrast to figure out which <laughs> Return of the Jedi figure that was. Because I have no memories of it. So this is the, the first time of me seeing that. And even in the video, I was kind of more excited about getting Operation than the Return of the Jedi figure. Yeah, I, I don't remember 
getting any Star Wars stuff, but I remember it just always being there. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember He-Man because I remember when He-Man came out and I went to my parents and I'm like, I want it all. I got it all. I don't know how the hell they, you know, were able to afford it or anything, but that was my Christmas was I got everything. Wow. And I, I don't think they had a lot. You know, I yeah. had the, because there was just Grayskull and a few figures. But I yeah. freaking had it all. It was, it I also was... got Snake Mountain. So there's the video of me opening Snake Mountain and playing with the microphone with the coil in it. <laughs> <laughs> we did have, uh, shoot, my brother had Snake Mountain and then we were pretty hardcore into Mask. Yeah, I have the, what is it, a purple thing? A purple truck? Purple, yes, that was uh, Rhino. So I had that. And they kind of folded out and there's like a base inside of it. Yes. Oh, yes, there was. Yes. Like where the sleeper cab was, there was a base inside yes, of it. Yes, yes, yes. So I, I had that as a kid. Yeah, freaking. That was beautiful. I had that. I had uh, the Hurricane. I had, you know, the pop-up, the Bronco. I had the green truck, the green motorcycle. My brother had Boulder Hill. I had the van, the venom the thing that was the jet and then transformed helicopter to a jet which looking at it now you're like why wouldn't you want that yeah. you know just keep it a jet all the time but <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't remember i got a few of them but it, i had a bunch they were cool i love them i tried i've tried getting back into it and i just can't justify what it costs to get back into it because like I, everything it's five years expensive. ago you could buy them for cheap i remember having food fighters i think that's their name mm-hmm it was like a pizza guy that was a slice of pizza, but he was also like in army fatigues. Right. A burger, a donut. I had those. They had those. Somebody made a custom Christmas tree cake. Food, fight, food fighters. Oh, really? Yeah. I found Christmas tree cakes last night at, at Kroger, not Kroger Publix. So that was Publix. pretty exciting. That's got to be good cake then. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I bought two packs, so we'll see. <laughs> but I'm trying to make a like after eight, not eat, try to lose some weight. I don't know. I think in my mind it may work. I, I hear oh, it works. I was, losing, I was losing weight until my birthday and it all went downhill. <laughs> yeah. I'm back on the wagon come January 1st. Not a New Year's resolution. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And then, yeah, especially when your wife makes a cake like she did the other night. That was, I, I ate, I just took a little piece of it and I'm like, I should have got more because it was just so awesome. We're throwing it out tonight. It's you probably come done. Over? <laughs> I'll be right there. Yeah. Because I got cake. I still have your pan from the mac and cheese. I cleaned it. I just got to drop it off at some point. Right. Yeah, I should have got more because it's like, I don't know. I guess some some reason you feel bad. but You feel bad taking all the crap, but then you realize how much crap you get left yeah. with as a host that maybe you do need to take all of it. She made the raspberry filling because it was a white cake with raspberry filling in the middle. And the raspberry filling has leaked out of the cake. <laughs> and luckily, we still had the tablecloth there. But then now there's like pools of raspberry filling on the table, on the tablecloth. So that's why tonight's the last night. Get it while you can because the tablecloth, the cake is all going in the garbage tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. But she used like French butter in the icing. And oh that's God, the thing that, that made it. Amazing. It yeah. was like, in between buttercream and hurt your teeth icing. I like a hurt your teeth icing. I don't like the buttercream, but it was like the perfect mix of the two. Yeah, because it was French butter. Yeah. 
all I know is it's dangerous knowing she makes that good of a cake because I oh, may yeah. be calling her when I need another one. And she's made me the cake uh, that looks like the time circuits from um, the DeLorean. Mm-hmm. She's made me a cake that looks like Han Solo and Carbonite. She she got the fondant and she molded it and she got like a silverish um, icing paint color and painted it so it looked like Han Solo and Carbonite. She's made a hobbit hole for Harrison. Jeez. She's I don't need anything. F- just cake and frosting. <laughs> you don't have to make it fancy. Just cake and frosting. She's made a unicorn for, for Josie. She's um put like a Barbie in the middle of the cake. You've probably seen this before. And they kind of sculpt it to look like a bell so that the cake is actually the dress. Right. And Barbie's upper half is sticking out of the cake. Yeah, she's pretty cool. She's pretty yeah. talented. Did she'll you? Huh? She'll never hear this, but she's pretty talented. Yeah, she is. I, I was impressed. That was... It's a damn good cake. But uh, speaking of Barbie, did, have you been watching the Toys That Made America? Yes, I did. That was pretty cool. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah. And it, uh, Jordan Hembro like, made it sound like he was like hosting it. And he's on it for like five minutes. Yeah, they kind of have like pan- – there's shows now that have panel of experts on it, and they just cut between the panel of experts. And that seems to be the format they're going with these shows lately. Yeah, and I, I kind of knew the story, but – that Barbie was basically a, a whore doll and I didn't hear, you know, now you hear it. Uh, but it was, it was interesting. I haven't seen the one about the cars yet, but uh, Hasbro was cool. I, and then it, it's like, they, they talk about Hasbro and then they're talking about GI Joe. And then they talk about star Wars for about 30 seconds. And I'm like, I'm getting all excited going, they're going to talk about star Wars toys. And they were like, then it made GI Joe relaunch. That's it. Yeah, it seems they're, they're focusing on one, two toys per episode. Yeah. And they'll fold in other toys, but they're just primarily focusing on those two. Do you know how many um, episodes of the show there is? There's only four, I think. There's only two left from here. Yeah. Because then they're doing like Hot Wheels and then no telling what they do next. I know Hot Wheels, that one is out, but I haven't seen it. I thought it comes out on Sunday nights. Yeah. Well, yeah, it comes out on Sunday, but I don't have normal cable, so I have to watch it on the app. And oh, it's a pain in the ass watching it on the app because it seems like there's like five minutes of programming and then 10 minutes of commercials. Yeah. But you must be seeing it early if it's already out on the app. The hot wheels one came out. I guess I am. I don't. Yeah. Cause don't it know. premieres on Sunday nights, but right. sometimes they do that. They release it early on apps. Right. I don't, but yeah, I was going to watch it the other night. And cause for some reason, the one I was watching, I stopped at midway. And so the no commercials, it was still doing the breaks, but the commercials weren't there. And yeah. then when the second one started, it started off with commercials. And I'm like, I'm not going to sit here for an hour and a half to watch this in between the commercials. Right. Yeah. Because it's annoying. It's like, right, when it gets good, there's 10 commercials. Right. But Yeah. Pick anything up this week? I have not. I'm still waiting. I got the notification that my uh, micro action fleet thing shipped. Is that thing produced? Did you see it? Was it? Do you know if it was a produced piece? I think it was. Okay. Because I know the Wampa had like meat in its hand, and I don't remember seeing a Wampa with that. The special edition. He's eating meat. He's eating the right. He's eating the tauntaun. Right. In the special edition. Right, and it's got the tauntaun laid on its side that's opened up. I thought that was kind of weird for a, a toy, but it's kind of grotesque. <laughs> Back in the day, things like that happened. Yeah. Well, I heard that on the one with the uh, the. The one in Tatooine, apparently you lift up the hut and there's the burnt skeleton of Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru. 
or something on that. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's yes. Which <laughs> yes. Now it makes me want to go run and grab the playset. I think it's the Death Star one. Okay. I think it's one of them. Yeah, it is. It's on there somewhere. Right. The burnt remains are there. Oh my god. That's why I love the action fleet micro machine <laughs> stuff. Like it's so all encompassing. Right. I mean, we haven't talked about the Tonica sisters. They've made one Tonica sister in the action fleet. It's the only time they've ever made it. I think it's Tonica sister. Tonka, Tonica. And that's the whole reason why they can't make it. Cause the, the one actress said, you can't use my likeness. I didn't sign that away. And then that caused the whole thing. And Lucasfilm shut down like any face characters from the, the cantina. You can't make figures for but it was all because of the action fleet. Interesting. Yeah. But they didn't, you were like, I don't know, the action fleet's done so poorly. I guess it doesn't really matter. They could have said it something else. What do you mean poorly? Poor because it's so small. The paint, like when. Yes, there's not showing, a lot of detail. Right. There's no yes. detail. That don't mean yeah. poorly, but yeah, there's no, yeah. it's so small and there's no detail in it. I was going to say, those are fighting words. What do you mean poorly? <laughs> bring, it, bring it, bro. I'm here. The, the figures, man, those figures, they're like at half an inch tall. Yeah, you can't put much detail on I mean, you, can, you can't get paintbrushes that small. Right. So what are you drinking? This is Jack on Ice. <laughs> wow, straight. Straight. Damn, son. With the BB-8 ice on it. Yeah, nice. BB-8 ice cube. Oh, I'm drinking my standby shiner. Cheers. We're recording at night, so it's not 9 yeah, o'clock yeah. in the morning. It's it's nine o'clock in the morning and we've already started drinking. <laughs> We're New Orleans people. <laughs> I got pick, something today. What did you this, get? I got my vintage collection book. Yeah, let's talk about that because they they uh you know Rich was over at the the meetup or yep. this winter social and he had one and I know you're pretty excited about it. So so how's it? how is it's it? It's awesome. It's incredible. There's more detail in here than I kind of. I'm I've learned so much already. Like. When they created the original, the vintage collection before that, it was the original trilogy collection. So they made like 12 figures to go along with a, a DVD release. Uh-huh. They added more articulation, stuff like that. They had to kind of fight, not fight, I use that word lightly, loosely. They had to kind of uh, push back on Lucasfilm because they wanted to use the Kenner logo. And Lucasfilm didn't want to use, the, didn't want them to use the Kenner logo because they're Hasbro. Mm-hmm. But they were trying to get as close as they could to preserve that feel of the original card back that they eventually kind of caved and, and let Hasbro use the Kenner logo again. Right. Which it's just kind of, I just thought, you know, it's Hasbro. It's their logo. They could do whatever they want. But, you know, there's that push and pull from Lucasfilm, which I'm sure still goes on to this day. Right. Well, I guess that shows how much pull. Yeah. Like you just said, how much pull Lucas has with Hasbro, if they can. Tell them this is what I want you to do, and you can't even use your original logo. Yeah, but I mean the book is just amazing. The photos are sharp. Um, I I love everything that I've read so far. I mean, they even talk about trying to use when they first made the Leia card back. They had to go back to Lucasfilm to try to pull the original cell from the movie or the original photo and clean it up so they can replicate it on the card because they kind of lost that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, there's just pieces of information. They have interviews from all the people who made the original trilogy collection, the um, saga collection, the um, vintage collection, all that stuff. They have interviews from those people. Um, 
and it's just all encompassing. It goes up to VC 163. I am just like slowly looking through it and taking my time. Normally when I read comic books, you know, you just fly through the pages real quick and mm-hmm. oh, okay, I read the comic book, but I know some people will sit there and look at the photos and they'll devour it and they kind of go slowly and kind of take their time with it. So I'm really trying to do that with this book because the card the, the paper is just great thick cardstock. The, the cover is beautiful. Um, it comes with the nameplate. And I don't know if they're doing this with everyone or if, because Rich knew it was me. Um, the nameplate didn't have, it's a sticker, but they didn't stick it to the book. So I don't know if they're expecting the people to do that or maybe people don't want to actually put on the book. What is it like your name or? No, it's, um, it does say like this book belongs to, and then there's a blank pill that you would see in the card back, but then it's signed by, Rich, Daryl DePriest, Stephen Stansweet, and D. Martin. I think I think I have his name right. And they're all involved in the creation of the books. Uh, Steve Stansweet did the forward. Um, Rich and um, oh, that's escaping my mind. Rich and D. Martin. I think that's his name. Um, both did the photos. Daryl DePriest worked for Hasbro. He was the, the marketing guy, and now he's he was helping with this book and coordinating all the interviews for people from Hasbro. Um, it's got that ABCD uh, scale on it because uh-huh. w- when we did that interview with them way back in March, they were oh, talking nice. ab- they were talking about that scale. Like they wanted to get some of the creatures and the alien the, the Cantina creatures into the line, and Lucasfilm was like, "No, we want you know Han, Leia, and Luke in it." So they created a whole system, a whole spreadsheet. And they rate, ranked characters. So Luke Skywalker would be an A. And then Panda Baba might be a B. Um, there was a pod racer who was a D. And so they would try to sprinkle all those characters into the line. So they would get like maybe three A's and one D. So at least we're getting that D character into the line. Right. And that's kind of the, they did some funky math. They didn't go into the, I haven't seen the explanation. I don't think they would include that in the book. But they did say that there was some sort of math, some sort of formula they developed to include how many D's to B's and C's. And, and so they have that whole system in there. And, and that's, I think, one of the reasons why the book was delayed. They decided to add that at the last minute. Gotcha. Well, not to mention COVID and China and right everything's delayed. Stuff. Yeah. And then there was some um, print errors. The, the color was off. Um, There's like a yellow tint to it, which made all the colors off. Each page matches the card back. Uh, will you explain the color behind the figures on the card back? It's in the pill too. They kind of match the pill to the the color, the primary color behind the figure. Right. And that coordinates with the underneath the bubble. The, the bubble. Oh, yes. yeah. 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 It coordinates to the color on the page. It's just a wonderful book. I am so excited to have it. I posted it to our group and I posted it to the vintage collection Facebook group. Uh-huh. And my um my notifications have been nonstop. Nice. I have like over four hundred likes on that that post. Wow. And like two hundred and fifty, three hundred comments. Are you one of the first people to get it? Yeah, because I'm so close to Rich. I mean, it was just an overnight kind of. You're so close in uh, location. Location. So, I mean, he's just shipping it from the other side of town. He shipped it and I got it the next day. Nice. And so this was an opportunity to post to the Facebook group. Look, it's coming. So stop complaining. Right. Because a lot of people were complaining because of delays. And it was also another opportunity to let people know it's out there. Uh, promotion and mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who like that page was like oh where do i get this and i would just send them the link to to blue milk it's right b-l-u-e-m-i dot l-k okay yeah include that in the uh 
show notes. We'll include that in the show notes when we uh, or the description or whatever. So you guys can remember that too. But yeah, um, so I was trying to help. I probably sold a couple of books, but it's just a good way to just let people know it's out there. It's great quality. You know, just fasten your seat belts for about two to three more weeks, maybe four. They're, they're working on it. We got the holidays coming up. This, things are shipped in. You know how this this whole shipping thing has been. Right. And how, how far does it go? I know you told me, but I forgot. It goes up to VC 163. But then there's there's all the vehicles, all of the three packs. Um, the special action figure sets. Yeah. Hasbro try to replicate that. So they have a bunch of those and they go into detail with those. Uh, like I said, all the vehicles. Um, there's the fold out for uh, the legacy. The, I guess it's the legacy Falcon, but they released it for the vintage collection. Mm-hmm. So there's a fold out, like a, like a center fold almost. And then on the other side is the sail barge. So it's this whole big fold out with one side all about wow. the Falcon and the other side all about the sail barge. Wow. So, and there's all these matrixes at the back. I mean, it's just, very, I'm going to go on and on about this, but there's variant card backs mm-hmm. and not just, you know, like VC 12 has, has an Anakin Skywalker and then they changed to Darth Vader. But then there was the, the stickers that they would put onto it, you know, get your free rocket fire Boba Fett, get your free, prototype boba fett get your you know there's all these different promos and so they would let you know if that promo was ever available on that card back nice so like for the gamorian guard there's four different variations of that card back wow because they would carry it forward sometimes Uh they did like a win a free life-size darth maul Uh which i didn't like because i don't like contests like that because your chances of winning are so small right but yeah i can go on and on about this book if you really want me to sell it but it's just it's an (laughs) awesome piece and i'm so excited to have it right that's awesome yeah and speaking of those kind of contests because like yeah i used to work in grocery stores and if the grocery store had a contest it was always rigged oh yeah the the people never whoever entered the you either work there and you knew the owner you knew the i wanted something one time it was a, a sega genesis the little handheld sega yeah, I paid the guy like a hundred bucks for it or fifty bucks for it, to, and he just here you go, have a good day. And he got mad because I wrote him a check. Why would you <laughs> well, write me you a got, check? I'm like, yeah, you got trail. Yeah, a money trail. I was like eighteen. I didn't know any better. I thought it was yeah. cool to write a check. Here you go. Right. Here you go. I'm cool. No, you're yeah. not, dude. It's not how this happens. Right. Yeah, it's just like the McDonald's mop monopoly thing. That was all rigged. Oh my god, dude, that was such a good documentary. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was was fascinating. And then I felt bad for those people who got roped into that because you're like, all right, you're paying the guy $100,000 and then you're giving him half of your winnings every year and then you're paying taxes. So you're really not making any money. Right. And then wasn't it that they tried to donate the money to the children's hospital because they couldn't find someone to, to take the million dollar? I heard something like that. I don't. I, if I remember right, and you know how my memory is sometimes, I, he couldn't find someone to take the million, so he decided to donate it. Mm-hmm. Like he couldn't, you know, he would try to rope people in. Like you get half, I get half. Right. And then he one year he couldn't find it, so he gave it to the hospital. But you couldn't do that with those pieces. There was some sort of rule where it couldn't be transferable. It had to be to the winner. Jeez. So I think McDonald's had to say, no, you don't get the money. 
But then they made a donation to the hospital instead. Oh, that's to good save face. I remember something, but I don't remember them not being able yeah. to give it. Yeah, it was just a fascinating doc. Like, it, yeah, it's on. It's on HBO. Yeah, HBO. Yeah, it's like McMillions or something. Yeah, but, McMillions. And and it's really cool because it happens all in Georgia. <laughs> happens in Georgia and Jacksonville. Yeah. And the crazy. FBI agent, that one FBI agent was just a freaking hoot. Yes. He was a cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we're just plugging everything. Right. Sorry. Today's show is brought to you by Arby's. Try a Jamocha <laughs> shake if you haven't tried one of those lately. They have a they have a happy hour from two to five, and I'm hungry on the way home for a buck. I can get a slider. It's awesome. Is it? I haven't had Arby's in a long time. Yeah. I don't. We were going to get Arby's on the way home. Well, actually, we stopped and got Wendy's on the way home last Saturday from the from the swap meet. And as we're pulling out, there's an Arby's next door. And my wife was like, oh, there's Arby's. But I don't like eating Arby's while you're driving because like a hamburger, you know, Arby's, you're going to put sauce and crap on it. You can't do that and drive because it just makes a big freaking mess. At least a burger, I think it has time to congeal. I like a plain old Arby sandwich with just a little bit of salt. I don't like the Arby sauce or anything else on it. Gotcha. I'd I'm like weird. doing like a beef and cheddar. Gotcha. Are the Arby's? I don't know, it depends on what mood I'm in. Are the chicken sandwich is good yeah. too. Yeah. But anyway, so you got your book. Got my book. Nothing else happened. You didn't find anything fun from your uh, cleaning up from the swap meet from the. Was, uh, I, was I supposed to? Did somebody hide something? <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes people find stuff cool. Did someone like take a dump behind the refrigerator? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> was it you? No. <laughs> um, that was disgusting. But no, I haven't seen anything. Just slowly right. cleaning up. I think we're pretty much cleaned up at this point, except for the, the cake. Yeah, I should have grabbed more of that cake. It was really awesome. Yeah. I mean, the Mac's gone. Yeah. ZD's gone. It was all good. All right. We Sweet. Did. Sweet. So I, you, you texted me today. You wanted to go off on Disney. So let, let's hear it. Yeah, we'll get there. Or what I do you want to go news. to? All let's right, go to let's, the hear news. News. let's hear the news. Um, Amanda, Amanda Stenberg has been hired for the lead role in The Acolyte. So that thing's supposed to start filming in the summer. Right. And then Patty Jenkins, we said that she wasn't working on Rogue Squadron anymore. But the, the, the truth of the matter is she backed out of her Cleopatra movie, which she was going to make with Gal Gadot, uh-huh. to work on Wonder Woman 3 and Rogue Squadron. So that movie's still happening. Right. And we're still doing the Taito Martini or... Mar- Ta- Taika? Latiki. Taika. Tiki. Which makes me think is that Ryan Johnson's movie still in the works? <laughs> hey. I know, I know it's a trigger. Sorry. Trigger warning. Ryan Johnson. Well. I think those three movies were just such a cluster and nobody, there was no plan to it that there, no, well, you could have had freaking Steven Spielberg or, you know, direct it and we'd be mad at him versus Ryan Johnson because there was no people were mad at George Lucas for the prequels at the time, if you remember. So let's just, anyways, (laughs) anyway, bring home the bounty. Yes. This is where the complaints begin. All right, I haven't seen it, but let let's look. All right, so I know. they already right. we already seen photos of Fennec Shan, right? But they said she's coming soon, and so she's going to be in the Book of Boba green kind of style for that Black Series figure, Boba Fett throne room, which is a dull uh, deluxe figure. 
but it doesn't have any deluxe features. It's got two guns, a jetpack, his jetpack, and a, and a helmet. But he's $31. And it just I, seemed like a greedy grab. I think it is. I think the only way they're making it a deluxe figure, but it doesn't matter because I'm looking at Phoenix Shan and her helmet comes off. I think that's the only reason they can say it's a quote-unquote deluxe figure, but Phoenix helmet at, comes off. When I look at Cobb Vanth, Mm-hmm. The amount of paint applications on that figure, even though he might not have like the size of a Zeb, right? Or a Gamorrean guard, or the soft goods like a Gamorrean guard, he still has all that paint application, which is going to take time and money. And I get it. And I think it's worth the deluxe value, the deluxe price point. But this Boba Fett is just a repainted Boba Fett. He doesn't even have all the, the detail that he has in The Empire Strikes Back. Right. So to me, it's just felt like a money grab, but I don't know. I still. I mean- I still pre-ordered it. <laughs> I didn't. I, I'm waiting for because they're going to redo it for the book of Boba Fett because they're going to have another well, one when this, that one, when the book when that comes out. This one says Boba Fett throne room, right? Which makes me think there might be a Boba Fett on the the starship, Boba Fett on another planet, Boba Fett on yeah the couch watching TV. I don't know. There would just be a different variations of that Boba Fett. Yeah. There's some cool um, vintage collection stuff. It's just, again, repacks. But at the same time, there's some newness there. So I'm conflicted. Is this is this good or bad? I think it's good. I'm going to go with good because mm-hmm. I'm going to be negative for the rest of the show. <laughs> I really was tempted with that Ahsoka, but I just couldn't pull the trigger on it because that's a beautiful looking package. Yeah, it is. The Ahsoka with Grogu with the, the owl looking bird. Yeah, I... I I was real tempted and I saw the, I had the owl and then it made me want to pull the trigger. But the reason I did it is because I went to put stuff up last week and you've got to rearrange everything to fit a one by one <laughs> thing somewhere. And it take me all day to figure out where to put that thing. They repacked the incinerator trooper with Grogu, which is cool because it's got that effect where Grogu's got his hands up and the fire's going around him. So it looks like he's using the force. Mm. I mean, this is world building. This is just more than repacks, which I think is why I like these. Right. And then finally, there's the stormtrooper with the E-Web cannon. And there's the people were pointing out that there's rocker ankles. I'm not an opener, so it's not important to me. But people who do open and would appreciate setting this stuff up, you know, now you can get new poses with these figures. So I think I think it's a good thing. Right. I mean, I think you're getting the value on these. This is like we talked about last week. If you're going to do a, a repack, make it worth our wild. You know, put something new in it. Uh, and then finally, the Mandu, Mando with Grogu. I was combining those words. Mandu. Mandalorian and the Grogu on the ice plant with the spiders went up for pre-sale and sold out like within 20 minutes. Yeah. That Boba Fett was on Hasbro for about 45 minutes until he sold out. Yeah. Which is long. I mean, compared right. to, I mean, Bo Katan was on there for like two minutes before she sold out. Yeah. Well, I have a feeling we'll be able to find these somewhere. But whatever. That's all the news I had this week. The, uh, yeah. The only thing I've got is uh, Darth Maul Sabres showing up in Galaxy's Edge. I, I don't know which version it is, but there's a new Darth Maul Saber showing up in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, they uh, retired some of those lightsabers and then they mysteriously showed up again on Galaxy's Edge. They like retired Darth Vader's lightsaber and then it's back. Right. They made it seem like you're never going to get this again. 
Womp womp. Which doesn't make sense because you've got like maybe 40 years in this park. Let's let's say it's 20. Mm-hmm. You're not going to sell Darth Vader's lightsaber for 20 years? Right. Maybe it's just to get people to bust into it. They should say it's going back into the Disney vault for seven years. I'll be back. Yeah. That's what, that's what they should do. Did you uh, watch that Disney Insider? I have not watched it yet. Did you watch it? Yeah. What's up? This, it's just disappointing. It's cool. Don't get me wrong. As a toy nerd, it's awesome seeing how they are making toys now, but it's like six minutes, seven minutes. Uh, it, it goes into the, the detail of the, how everything's digital now. Uh, they have some 3D. They, everything's 3D printed, and they send it to a girl. So they send it downstairs to the 3D printer. And it's 3D printed. Yep. And then they give it to a girl to paint. So she puts it together and paints it, or somebody puts it together and she paints it. So the whole wax sculpt and everything's out the window nowadays. But the 3D printers look freaking amaze balls because it's something that, you know, it's, it's an, it, it looks like it's six inches, a six inch platform. And it's printing out like these insane, like the whole figure on this six inch platform. Is it like a resin printer? I don't know. I'll watch they just it. said 3D. You, yeah. I'm sure it's resin printer because you can get a lot more detail. You don't get the layer lines like you do with my old school. Well, it have to. Now that you say that, it, I think it, 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 knowing or at least putting the two and two together, I don't think it has the layer lines. So yeah, it have to be yeah. resin. Awesome. And it prints it upside down. Yes. So I guess yep. it prints yep. it up. It is resin. Yeah. Okay. Because when he grabs it, he's grabbing it from and it turns it up right side yep. up. Yeah. Yeah. That's so a resin it's, printer. It's, it's up in yep. hot, up in the air. I'll check that out. So it was it's just dis- be cool. It was cool. Don't get me wrong. It was just disappointing that it was only like six minutes. And then they had like Beauty and the Beast afterwards. Yeah, I started pr- printing a, a R2-D2 dome this week. Mm-hmm. And they split it up into six pieces. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I did like two. I, I just checked to make sure two of the pieces would fit on my build, my um, printer. And it would. So I printed one. It took like 27 hours just to print one section. Jeez. So I'm kind of tapped out until I get more uh, uh, plastic, PLA. Um, but then I was going through each piece, and I had there was one piece that was way too big for my printer. So I had to figure out how to split it in fusion, mm-hmm. cut it, and then it was too big when I imported it into my printer. So I had to figure out how to scale it down to match the other pieces because the last thing you want to do is print <laughs> it out and then realize that you're one percentage off. Right. But I think I figured it out. So I'm excited awesome. to have an R2-D2 dome. I'll be able to replace that arts and crafts one. I think I'm just going to slowly replace it, kind of like bicentennial, bicentennial, bicentennial man. <laughs> you see that Robin Williams movie? Is that the one where he's a robot? He's a robot, and they slowly like replace pieces and parts, and he becomes human at the end. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going to do with my R2. <laughs> From paper mache to PLA. Nice. Now the only thing I've been doing, I've been working on that ghost, and it's taking me forever because I'm having to instead of doing it bag by bag i'm going through and doing it uh piece by you know digging through 900 pieces so i've worked on it a week and i made it through the first book and it was rainy last sunday so i didn't feel like doing anything i spent like yeah. three or four hours on it yeah. so i've i've probably got five six hours in it and i'm only through the first book so it's taking me a, a while well it's still fun the, oh yeah the thing that takes a long time is finding all the pieces uh, my wife's giving me shit. She's like, "You don't, you're not done yet." I said, "If I didn't have to dig through 900 freaking pieces, I'd be done." It's like, maybe you should just arrange the pieces in color or in size first, 
and then build it. Yeah. If you do that been... all at once, it saves you time having to go, okay, now I gotta find it. Okay, five minutes later, found it. Oh, next one, I gotta find it. Five minutes later, okay. I found it. That would have been the smart thing to do, but I don't yeah. I don't I had a no clue how I would have organized it. But I kind of took the big pieces out. Like I know the, you know, you could kind of tell what's pe- what's the outside of the ship. So I'm like, I'm not dealing with that now. So I kind of yeah. pulled put them in a different box. But right now it's pointless to even do that because I'm almost done. Yeah. All so right. start what, complaining. Yeah, let's start complaining. What do you want to start with? The Star Cruiser or Disney or Star Cruiser? Let's or, let's or, see. all right. Or the Rancor. Do you want to bitch about the Rancor? Where do you want to go? Bitch. I don't want to bitch. I don't want to complain. Like uh, I don't like complaining. I like to be positive and I want to be a positive influence in the community, right? Right. But we're allowed to gripe every now and again, man. Uh, and well, and this well, is a you know this is the last time we're going to gripe about the Rancor, and okay. it'll be into, we're not going to gripe about the Star Cruiser again until we hear people go into it. Okay. So let's just go for it. Yeah, like I'm the kind of person that's not going to gripe about the Razor Crest being delayed. Right. I get it. They're shipping delays, but I will gripe about Hasbro saying to us the reason why it's delayed is because we ordered too many. No, the reason it's delayed is because your sl- supply chain can't accommodate that many orders. Right. So don't blame me. I think that's worthy of complaint. So I just wanted to kind of preface, like, I get it. You know, we're going to complain about the Star Cruiser. We haven't been on there. Nobody's been on it yet. It's it maybe not fair. But right. Disney's made some missteps along the way, and I think it's worthy of discussion. Right. Let's start. Let's talk about it. So what do you want to go first? Let's talk about the video. All right. The video, Disney released this video with the kid from the Goldbergs. Yes. Disney does this all the time. I mean, you look at their Disney movie insiders. They send some kid up to a premiere. They send some kid onto set. It's for kids. It's not for us. Right. And it's always whoever's hot at the time. So it's this kid on the Goldbergs. Which made perfect sense to me because on the Goldbergs, he's a nerd and he's got all this. It's that's one of the cool things about watching the Goldbergs is all the shit that's in his room. See, I don't watch the Goldbergs, so I had no reference. All to right. That. So he he's the gear, nerdy. He's basically us in the 80s or okay. 90s or whatever. He's the kid. He's the sci fi guy. He's making the movies. He's so his room looks like our rooms behind us, okay. you know, and, and whatever. You know, it started off with Star Wars because ABC owns Disney or Disney owns ABC and Star Wars yeah, and all the crap. Yeah. And then it's just been like Goonies and his his it's he's the nerdy kid in the 80s. So that's one of the cool things about watching the, the, the Goldbergs. And that's it made sense having him go to the Star Cruiser. But well, I had no reference to that. So he just okay. he just seemed like he was a little too excited. It's just a bit of a calm down there. kid. But like, why not have um, Ashley Eckstein? Or Mark Hamill, or you know, someone associated with Star Wars do this thing. That was one of my first questions. Anyways, right. let's move past it. So okay. they're on. Um, just speaking on Ashley Eckstein. I'm sorry. About two weeks ago, they did have a, a bigger press release, and she was there. And that evening, she did a live video, and I didn't watch it because I felt like it was a go see the Star Cruiser. It's awesome. Go see it. They paid me a bunch of money. Go <laughs> see it. It's great. Spend the five thousand dollars. So I watched like five minutes of it and it felt like that. So anyway, go back. So it's the kid from the Goldbergs and it's an Imagineer and they're walking through the ship. They're on the bridge and they walk down a hallway 
and the Imagineer kind of trails off and goes on the hallway by herself. And the kid is called to a door of light and he steps to the door of light and it's a bar. And so he goes up to the bartender to ask him a question. The bartender kind of shushes him. He puts a finger up silently, he shushes him. And he kind of points to the Twi'lek who starts singing a song and it's just like an awkward music video. <laughs> and really so, was. yeah, it was. And I'm like, why is there a door light going to a bar? Is that like the halo is the alcohol? Like what? I just didn't get the video. Anyways, um, I watched Mickey Views, who's a, a kid on YouTube, Braden, and he did some digging. In order to uh, book the um, Star Cruiser, you need 20% down right. in advance. And then 90 days out, you have to pay the rest. So Bobby Chapek was out there for about four months. Uh, uh, he was out there at investor meetings, investor calls, saying this thing has been booked up for four months. And so the, the earliest you can get it was July, August time frame. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, this video drops 90 days out, and there's availability the first weekend and really? the second weekend. There's there's availability out there. I, I can't tell you if it's still out there the first weekend because time has passed, and maybe somebody's kind of taking that slot. But the thought is this video dropped, and people saw it. My wife, who's not swimming in the deep end like us, right? the Star Wars pool, she thought it was a Star Trek. It looked more Star Trek. The hallways looked Star Trek. There was yeah. a hologram behind them that looked like it was a panel out of Star Trek. The The bar looked like it was out of Star Trek. It didn't feel like Star Wars to her. Right. And I only bring that up because she's an independent source, like or um, an unbiased source. So this caused Disney to freak out and pull the video, and the video's gone. It wasn't helping their situation at all. Okay, I'm, wasn't helping. On, I'm on the website now. And it looks like you can get, yeah, you can get March 11th. You can get bookings. There's bookings available March 11th. So that video is so bad um, in, in, in terms of selling the Star Cruiser. I don't want to disrespect any of the actors or the people making the video. They're just all part of the same corporate company. So I'm going to blame it on the company. But the video was so bad in terms of selling the place that people decided to back out. And that's the, that's the assumption. That's right. the assumption. Um, the lightsaber that they showed, where you hold it and it, it goes from hilt up to... Um, the, the Disney's kept this quiet. It, it becomes an actual lightsaber. Right. It's not like the ones that we use where we have to put in the blade and turn it and all that. No one's ever going to touch that lightsaber. That's for actors only. Oh, I knew nobody was going to touch that lightsaber because you're going to swing it one time and that tape's going to go... And it's gonna... never, we kind of speculated that when we first saw the patent, right? Because if you're swinging around a, a tape measure, it's going to bend and fold and it's not going to work anymore. We kind of speculated that, but Disney never said no one's ever going to touch it. They just said, this is real. Right. And insinuated that you're going to touch it. <sighs> yeah. The other thing is entertainment weekly this week. There's a couple of things. Entertainment weekly came out with an article and they have the captain captain keevan right Kevin. um but in the title it says this is not a hotel which is what disney should have been doing from the start right because this is more than a hotel but they called it the star wars hotel 
and they were touting at the Star Wars hotel, this Star Wars hotel thing, this Star Wars hotel thing. And so everyone's singing, it's a hotel, but you've blocked everybody up with your price um, restrictions. Nobody can afford a $10,000 night hotel. It's only for the super rich. Right. Well, it's not a hotel. It's an experience. It's a something unique. Yeah. And so that's another misstep on the marketing team. They should have been out in front of that saying it's not a hotel because now the story is that Disney's too expensive. Oh my God. Yes. It is. It's the whole thing's getting ridiculous now. But so so Disney's gone out and hired Jeff Morrell as the chief corporate affairs officer. Uh-huh. This is a new hire that happened this past week. If you don't know, Mr. Morrell was once uh, the Pentagon's press secretary during the Iraq war. Interesting. He was also, he was also hired by the BP during the Gulf of Mexico disaster at the uh, Deep Horizon water spill, uh, uh-huh. oil spill. So he was handling all the PR. So he's dealt with PR disasters. Inter- that's, that's interesting because the only I, I Truthfully, I think the only way Disney could really save themselves is if they dropped the price down, you know, made it more affordable. I mean, because you're at five thousand dollars for two people, you know, me and you, if we told our wives six. So my wife eventually would let me go. But I'd have to save up for two or three years or hit the lottery or just say, hey, you you know, um, but if they dropped it down. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Even then, we probably have an issue, but. Uh, you know, if they drop it down to like $3,000 or something more affordable, because I'm sure we'd still get yelled at by our wives. But if we went and said, Hey, for 1500 bucks, we can go play star Wars for two days, three days. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a little bit more tolerable. And right. like, you, you know, the, the, what I've seen on the bridge, it, you know, the, the games and everything, it just reminds me of smugglers run. Yeah. It's it, like, it feels like, uh, uh, cause you get to like, um, um, uh, What's that? The the video game. Uh, um, I want to say Bill and Ted because I'm looking at your Bill and Ted collection. <laughs> Dave and Buster's. Right. And you'll see those giant games. This yeah. feels like it's a giant game at Dave and Buster's, except right. it's in an expensive hotel. Yeah. And they're 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 promising, you know, you can go do whatever you want, or you know, you somebody may come up to you and be like, "Hey, I've got a secret mission for you." Well. That's the same shit they promised that we promised us with Galaxy's Edge, yeah. and it never happened. No. Oh, we're going to give you this the thing that you know you could put on your phone, and, and if you wreck the Falcon when you go to the Doc Ondar's, you're going to get yelled at. Hey, you can go deal with Doc Ondar. Hey, you can go to the the you know. Yeah. <clears throat> that shit never happened. Which, you know, anyway, I I'm not. The more I see of it, the more I'm just like, if I spent $5,000 on this, I'd be pissed. As bad as I want to do it. As bad as I want to do the Star Cruiser. Yeah. I'm, I couldn't spend $5,000 on it. So with like Bob Chapek not being liked by the community, the Disney community, the fans, fans are upset about the raising, rising prices. Fans are upset that now they have to make reservations at the park. Fans are upset that they have to go to Genie Plus now, a pay app, instead of the previously f- free Fast Passes. The lack of content on Disney Plus is just basically a library of previous stuff, plus some new Marvel shows. Right. It's no wonder why they need a PR disaster ex- executive in charge of trying to control what's being said about the company. Right. And it also proves 
that normally when you were the CEO, you were the chairman of the board and they vo uh, voted somebody else chairman of the board versus Bob Chapek. So that shows how people feel about him. It's also the, the Disney company that we know now is not the Disney company of 20 years ago. They are a massive media conglomerate. Right. And so you, I don't know if one person can do everything. Yeah. To be fair, like I'm trying to be fair and I'm trying to take the fanboy complaints out of it. I'm trying to come with, come at this with a rational kind of thought. But. Right. And, and, and as much bitching as we're doing, I'd go to Disney tomorrow if, if I had the opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> it, I would, it, I'm thinking twice. Like, I don't know if I would, if I had the opportunity. It, okay. I'll, I'll, let me, let me rephrase that. I want to take my grandkids to Disney. I don't want to take them right now. I'm going to wait. I mean, number one, they're four and six. Right. I don't want to take, they're too young in my, in my opinion. Plus with everything going on, I don't want that being their first trip. If it was just me and I was shooting down the Georgia, Georgia, to Florida for a couple of days and spending the money, just me, I'd do it. Because, you know, you know, but that's, it's two totally opposite ends of the spectrum. And I think I'd still yeah. be kind of disappointed because at that point, even just me, I'm like, I'm waiting till September of next year before I go just to make sure everything is quote unquote back to normal. Or they're going to have, you know, all the, as much stuff as I want to do open down there. Yeah. So I, it just, Yeah. If somebody said here, go to Disney and you can pay half of it, I'd go. But if I, you know, I don't know, it just, it's a sore spot for me because I, you know, you do listen to all these podcasts and it just, I want to go, but I just, I, I don't want it to be, I want it to be my experience from 2019. I don't want to go in 2021 and be disappointed because there's nothing there. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. I think I, I truthfully, I think it would be more fun right now going to Universal than it would be going to Disney. I think so too. I think there's too much baggage for me to go to Disney. Yeah. As much as I love Disney, I just I know I'd be like, I gotta pay for this now. Pff, I gotta pay for this now. Pff, it's not worth my time. There's a an, a fascinating doc. It's an hour and forty three minutes long about Fast Pass and the history of Fast Pass by right. Defunct Land. And fast pass has become such a machine that it's not really as efficient as it once was if you if you think the lines are long now you're probably right because when they did the paper fast passes that's when it was at its best that's when it was efficient um all the lines were going down everything was bouncing out mm -hmm. like you if you got a fast pass you were in line first and you, you know you got on the ride no problem um those that were not on fast pass First, now the people who don't have fast pass, it's a completely different story. You have much longer waits now than you did back then. Right. It's and fascinating. The, right. And the paper fast pass was like in the morning, you had to run and go grab it. And yes. whatever you got, you got. Yes. You had to go hit a button at the ride. And then Disney started offering fast pass to par, uh, park guests, the people who stayed, not park guests, hotel guests, right? The people who stayed on, on property. But then they realized they don't have enough fast passes for everybody who wants to stay on property. So then they needed to open up things that you probably don't need fast passes for, like oh, yeah. fireworks or Fantasmic. Like everyone's going to the same audience. You're not going to get in Fantasmic and see the show before anyone else. But they just needed to inc include it so people felt like there was some value in it. And it just became this bloated monster. It's fascinating if you ever have the time to sit down and watch it. I plan on watching it. I just need an hour and a half. I can sit in front of my computer. Or actually, you can do watch it on TV now with the smart TV. Yeah, yeah. 
But let, let me ask you this. So for the Star Wars Hotel, would you prefer that interactive element that we're getting? Or would mm-hmm. you prefer them to do some sort of heavily themed, like the art of Disney, art of animation, excuse me, where it's all Star Wars. Maybe you kind of feel like you're walking in a lobby at Tatooine, but then you just go to your room. Ooh. Like what would be better? Dude, that's a good question. I think maybe they should do both because then you're getting the, you know, you're getting the art of animation or you're getting the pirate theme room or whatever, like they did at the Caribbean beach. Then you could have a, to- a Star Wars hotel and then go do whatever you wanted and then come back to the Star Wars hotel. They, don't, they didn't have to make it. They should have just called it Star Wars live action role play. Should have just called it Star Wars LARPing from the beginning. Yeah. Or, or West World. Cause you know, I want Star Wars West- experience. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that are, I think, are going thinking that, oh, I can go and then go to the park, you know, go check in, see my room and then go to the park. It's not like that. You're, you're going and you're locked in that hotel room for two days or locked yeah. in that hotel for two days. People aren't going to want to do that, you know, yeah. uh, you know, unless you're like us or unless you're a hardcore fan and are. Because, you know, what's going to happen when a two like I think you said this, what's going to happen when your two or three year old gets scared by Kylo Ren? Where are you going to go? right you can't leave you can't you're stuck you're you're probably not going to get your thousand dollars back your ten thousand dollars back right (sighs) (laughs) so So that's what i wanted to say about the hotel we'll see how things turn out i just yeah it's been mismanaged from the start it just it doesn't seem i'm not excited about the star cruiser right I was I feel like two I need years to save ago. money to go see it. Right. I was two years ago when I heard that, that what they were doing, I was ecstatic about it. And then you find out that it's, I was thinking it would be about a thousand dollars. Well, I was thinking a thousand dollars per night per person. So, you know, you're right there at the five, you know, $2,000 a night because you're two people, but yeah, seeing it. And, and I was scared and nervous when you start seeing stuff and now you see it and it just looks cheesy. It looks like crap. It looks, like you said, it looks Star Trek. It should be, should be beat up. And from what somebody said, that basically what they did was they used BB-8. They started off using like a BB-8 themed room, so they yes, used they the orange did. and white. Yep. And then it just took over everything. Yeah. Also, someone said that a lot of the Imagineers that were working on it were let go during the pandemic, and then they used fresh out of college kids to finish it. Jeez. I don't know how much that's true. Mm-hmm. That could be just a rumor. If it's just a rumor, maybe I shouldn't repeat it, but I have it on good authority. That's what happened. Right. Well, it would make sense. I don't know. Cause it does. Cause I mean, even when you going back to that freaking lightsaber, cause even when you saw whoever the guy was holding it at the D 23, he held it like it was Josh a statue. Yeah. Josh or yeah. Josh Demel, you said tomorrow tomorrow when you saw him holding it he held it like it was a glass or something and ignited it and held it in one spot and then when he handed it off he made damn sure that he wasn't going to sway it any way to make that blade go no they don't want it to be like the cyber truck it's into indestructible windows (laughs) throw a softball and it breaks right and i've also heard that you know it may be too far ahead of its time it may be you know maybe you know, people aren't used to thinking, oh, okay, I'm going to go see outside, but it's an LCD screen or, you know, maybe they're 10 years too early with it. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <clears throat> but I, I you know, just have to wait for it to become the rage with every theme park. Right. 
I want it to be like Westworld. I, if I'm going to go spend that much money, I want it to be like Westworld. I I just I want it to be more of the Star Wars I know. They keep trying right. to force this your Star Wars story thing. No, why don't you just retrofit the um, Tenety Four and make mm-hmm. it all the the like the, they just took the Tenety Four and they turned it into a, a cruiser a cruise. That well, there you go. That would have been perfect. And there's your story, and they cleaned it up, so that's why it looks new, and it doesn't look like it's in a used universe because it's high end now. And I mean, there's so much, but they just we have to do something new. This is no, we want we want Star Wars, right? It's like going to Harry Potter, and and you expect to go on the Hogwarts Express, but you instead get on just a regular train. No, yeah. I'm just gonna no, I want the Hogwarts, like right. That that yeah, they they nailed. Don't get me going on Harry Potter, man. They nailed it. But they nailed I'm using it. that because they nailed it. They nailed it. They got Scott Trowbridge, who made Harry Potter Land, mm-hmm. the Wizarding World. He made that, and, and Disney stole him to make the Star Wars stuff. And I'm getting wound up again. Yeah. Well, well I've also heard that J.K. Rowling's was so into uh, that Harry Potter Land that, you know, that like, because of ADA or whatever, they have to have things to put needles for uh, insulin. So they have to like in the bathrooms have places to put your needles. Yeah. She didn't want that. And they had to like fight her or I don't, they may not even have them. I don't know. Or like exit signs or stuff that was needed. They don't, there's not, you can't find them or it's hard to find in Harry Potter and star Wars. It's just like, here it is. Yeah. They don't sell Coke in Harry Potter land. That's how much they want it, the immersion. So anyway. They sell Coke at Star Wars. They sure do. and they But they, they label it different. It's fun. It's different. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay with the way they did it. I'm cool with the way they did it. I'm, I'm mad that they had to change it because people were, I don't understand what this land is. You're talking They've about been, the menu. The menu, yeah. Oh, I don't understand this tip tip. It's chicken, man. It says it right underneath there. It says chicken. Tip, tip, salad becomes tip, tip, chicken, Caesar salad. <laughs> right. It, it, it says it right underneath the freaking thing, man. Because I, thankfully, I got to see it. I thought I was still. the one complaining. Yes. Sorry. I just, thankfully, I see, I was able to see it when they still had the Arabish and they still had the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Um. Shit. I don't know, man. It just, the, the whole thing is, and as much as I bitch, I'd go tomorrow if I could. If it was just me or my wife, I would never I'd take my grandkids right there right now because I don't want them to know what Disney is right now. I don't want that me? to be their first experience. Yes. Okay. I, something just happened with my microphone. It's working. Sorry. I didn't mean right. to derail you. Oh, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm just repeating myself. But shall we get into the, the Razor, uh, the Razor Crest? The Razor Crest. The, 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 the Razor Rancor. Yes. Let's get into the Rancor. So it's really just uh, uh, trying to understand, um, put together the pieces of what happened with the Rancor. Yes. What the, and so there are some complaints here. There are some normal Hasbro complaints. I'm trying to skip over that because I don't want to be negative. And my goal in 2022 is to be less negative towards Hasbro. We got two so we'll months, man, or a couple of weeks. You're fine. We got a couple of weeks. We're not there yet. So I was like, how do I approach this Rancor thing? And I don't want to say, well, fans this, fans that. I can't speak for the fans. I can only speak for myself. So I develop a scale from 1 to 10. 
and 10 being very excited, one not being excited. And I kind of evaluated and walked through the steps of what happened with the Rancor. And so when they announced it, so like if the, if the Razor Crest was a 10, maybe a nine, the cell barge was definitely a 10. When they announced the Rancor, I kind of was expecting it. It wasn't a surprise because they messed up. And so I would say I was like a nine. It was not a 10. It was like a nine. And that, okay, we're getting the rinker. Okay. But it wasn't excited as I could have been. But then I saw the price of $350, not $250. And I became worried. Right. My heart sank. And so did my excitement. And when I honestly tried to evaluate it, it wasn't a seven or eight. It was probably a six. So there was some considerable damage because of that price. Right. Gamorian Guard was released. And as, a, as the first tier, and I was not surprised that we saw a, a, a repack, but I was excited that it was on the Power of the Force card back. I thought that was cool. But because it was a repack, I would say that, again, I was probably down to a five. The Skulls and Backdrop really killed it. I think I went down to a four or three. I was really upset at that. Just because I felt like, what the hell is this? This just doesn't seem like anything to me. And I don't think I ever went up from there. I got a little excited when I saw Salacious because I like Salacious. I like yeah, that. That's your back. jam, dude. That's your jam. jam. But I never, I never got out of the three and four, even though I, full disclosure, I did back it. I did like the Rancor. I just felt like it was overpriced and the tiers weren't that attractive. And so using that as the primer, I think the price was too much and the tiers were underwhelming and that sank the whole project. Oh, yeah. I, I think if they would have priced it at 200 and then they start coming out with, I think what they should have done was priced it at 200 and either done included the Gamorrean guard to begin with, or hell included that stupid ass backdrop and, and bones, you know, this is what you're getting because uh, are you getting like the star, the GI Joe jet? Were you getting more than just the jet to begin with? I don't know. I didn't look into it. It was not star Wars. So it wasn't on my radar to be honest. Okay. Cause I know, at least with the Proton Pack, it seems like you're getting more play value to it. You know, you're at least getting the lights and you're getting the the sounds to begin with. And then as they did that thing's blown, you know, the jet did an in, uh, insane amount. Uh, the Proton Pack's doing an insane amount because that thing just keeps getting better and better. Um, on, the, on the last day of the G.I. Joe thing, you saw the G.I. Joe team out there pimping it. Right. Where was the Star Wars team? Right. I think they were there. They just did such a horrible job. That, you I know, kind that, of oh, I keep cutting you off. No, sorry. no, it's fine. I just think there was nothing. What the, what the hell else is she going to talk with about the Rancor? That, oh, his arms extend 48 inches? Come on. But still, like, the G.I. Joe team was out there doing something. They were trying. Mm-hmm. Hasbro's uh, um, Star Wars seemed to just given up. Yeah. And that kind of broke my heart. Yeah, I it does. I mean, it. Go uh, ahead. No, I wrote down all these notes, and I have some notes all over the place. I'm trying to. So the rancor keeper. Yes. That whole thing. We're throwing it in, but we're not carding it. It just seemed like an an fu. Yeah. I, I I'm trying to be like, well, maybe there's reason for it, but it seems half-assed. Why not card? Why not throw a card back on it? Yeah, it wouldn't be that hard, would it? They're probably trying to cut costs because they're eating that. And I appreciate them trying to, to appease fans. Mm-hmm. But if they put it on, on a card back, I'm sure that thing would have sold. Right. 
And how much is a card back in a bubble? It's not that much, is it? I don't think so, but what do I know? Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, I'm not in the business and in the industry, so I don't know what the cost is. Right. And if, I mean, let's just play devil's advocate for a second. Cause you know, let's just call it 20% that they're giving Lucasfilm. So that's two, four, six. They're giving a hundred dollars. Just easy, stupid math. My wife hates when I do stupid yeah. math, but let's say they're giving a hundred dollars per Rancor to Lucasfilm. Right. Yeah. Right. It'd be less than that, but yeah, or keep going. Whatever. It's eighty dollars, or it's two, four, six. It's a little bit over sixty, seventy dollars per rancor. Right. So then you're at three hundred right. bucks. Right. Plus, then if shipping is included, you're at another fifty to hundred dollars on shipping. So they've already lost a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars between Lucasfilm and shipping. So then they're at making what two, your two, two to two fifty per rancor. Yeah. That they're pocketing. <clears throat> so just devil's advocate. I don't think the meat, there was enough meat on the bone for it. Probably the, not. Uh, they probably and, were ready just to, to fold and, yeah. and deal themselves out of the, the, the project. I mean, that's just what, I mean, there's no promotion. Like right. I, I keep going back to that on the last day where you see the other teams really trying to sell it and Hey, let's get more people. And it's, this is a great product. You're not, not seen that at all from the star wars team and i don't know maybe that's lucasfilm telling the star wars team no you what you say has to be approved by us yeah so you can't go out there and say anything and knowing what you said earlier that lucasfilm had to approve hasbro using a logo that they owned on yeah. the star wars stuff has it was very good lucasfilm could have told them back back off because you're not going to make any money because they're already throwing in they're losing 100 150 bucks on top you know lucasfilm and shipping and then you're probably throwing in another hundred dollars worth of crap because you figure 20 bucks per figure, right? Yeah. So another hundred dollars worth of stuff. So maybe probably. what they should have done, like is just released everything at once and said, this is what you're getting for 350 bucks. And then people would have said, okay, cool. Instead of being, Oh, you have to sell this thing to, to what? 1200 people, 12,000 people before we even sniff that Jedi, that Luke Jedi. It also seems like Haslabs getting a little bit more greedier, and not just with Star Wars, but all their projects. It's right. more money and more backers to go forward. Like it's almost like Hasbro saying, "Well, we need to make four million off of this, otherwise, we're not going to do it at all." Right. Maybe that's a f you to the collecting community because I, I mean oh, that's their core. So why would you want to say f you to them? Well, I'm just saying, not an f you, but just a. You know, we're tired of you guys waiting a year to buy our crap when it's on discount and we've already lost our money. Yeah. I think I mean, that's Yak, Yak Face. I yeah. Yak Face today posted there's like 70 pre-orders out there. Oh my god, it's, I saw that. It's incredible. It's insane. And you're trying to remember what what's what. And it's like I'm looking at it going, okay, I got forty dollars out on the Cobb Vanth. I got another 40 50 dollars out on the on the droids boba fets it's like that's a hundred dollars that i mean it's not coming out of my account but you know thankfully 50 dollars coming out of my account is not going to kill me there's people that it's, it's going to kill you know that stuff right. comes out right. and, and i mean i know droids some of the droids i think that c3po's are coming out but there's no telling when the boba fets are coming out are the r2s the other thing that we might consider um, for them not saying anything is that they might have been in crisis mode just because it seemed like they couldn't do anything right 
Uh-huh. I just, I mean, that is, I don't mean that like they're screwing up, but it just seemed like it was a series of unfortunate events. Okay. Like the way they announced the Rancor was through an accidental slip. Right. They're upset at the price. And so it just seemed like everything they did, they couldn't get on the good side of the fans. And I'm trying to say, you know, I'm not trying to attack the team there. It just sometimes bad things happen. Today was kind of a crummy day for me. You know, there's right. no reason for it. It was just a bad day. Um, and so if there if there's a crisis, the best thing you can do is say nothing because anything you say will just add fuel to the fire. Mm-hmm. So that might have been another reason why they didn't say anything and they weren't out there promoting the project itself. Right. Well, let me, uh, I'm, I'm going to bring this up. One of the podcasts I listened to, um, it's called Bad Motivators. They brought this up. I got to give them props for it. But his attitude was, the Razor Crest has been pushed back months. And then they release the Rancor while everybody that probably would invest in the Razor Crest, I mean, right, would invest in the Rancor is still waiting on the Razor Crest. Well, not only that, I mean, there's two other HasLab projects going on at the same time. Right. And a lot of people were double dipping into different projects. Right. Right before Christmas. Exactly. So I think or, it's just or Hanukkah or the holidays, whatever you dude, celebrate. Hanukkah was like right after Thanksgiving this year. What the heck? That was, but anyway, it just seemed, yeah, it, it was, was quick. yeah, it was, it was a quick, in the, you know, it just, the timing seemed off on that, but uh, yeah, exactly. So you have Hanukkah, you got Christmas, you got HasLab, <laughs> you, you got $1,500 sitting on HasLab plus, you know, let's say 70 times, however many, 70 times 20. Uh, you know, another 500 bucks sitting out on pre-orders. You know, who's going to throw 350 at a Rancor right now? Yeah. I mean, now, did the, did the, there's a Razor Crest. Did you already pay for the Razor Crest? Yeah. When it funds, when it goes to the funding stage, you pay for it. Okay. So it's already bought and paid. Gotcha. So you're not just, waiting for that sucker to ship and then 350's gone. No, right. We're just waiting for it to get shipped to me. So, I mean, you kind of have to read between the lines. You know, Hasbro released a statement. Um, I don't know if I want to read all of it. It was just, you know, we didn't reach its minimum goal. That's what the platform is all about, bringing our fans together and allowing you to decide if these dream projects ultimately get developed. You know, it probably would have been developed next month or in the spring if, if you know, especially if a Rancor appears in the book of Boba Fett, like, um, they said, you know, we want to thank the fans who showed their support and back this project and those who shared their passion throughout the campaign. We look forward to bringing you more dream concepts in the future. There was nothing about, you know, we hear you, we understand, nothing like that. And when you go to like Steve Evans, who I follow on Instagram, who used to work on the Star Wars team before he moved to Marvel, he said, a big thank you to those that pledged the, to back the Rancor and appreciative Boba nod, which is the little, you know, silent nod that he does in Jabba's palace. So those who provided clear and constructive criticism, I know firsthand that this feedback is being heard and will inform future HasLab projects. Thank you, Steve. Thank you for addressing the issues, for thanking the people who back this thing, for, for letting us know that there's action being taken behind the scenes. Otherwise, it, without that message, 
I would just say, you know, what did Hasbro learn from this? Did they learn anything? Are they ignoring fans? Are they just saying, well, it's because they're spoiled brats that this didn't get funded. It's, it's no, it's being heard. There's constructive criticism that the tears didn't support the project itself in ways that the fans enjoyed. Where's the market research while well, I'm at it? Where's the market research? Right. You've been hearing for, for months. Fans don't want repacks. No right. more repacks. It doesn't matter what site you go to. They all say we don't want repacks. So what does Hasbro do? Here's your HasLab and here's some repacks. Right. Until the last minute when they're trying to get everything funded, then we'll, oh yeah, here, we'll throw it in. But it'll probably be, yeah. They should have looked into the research beforehand. Do we have enough backers to make this Rancor in the, to begin with? Right. If not, what tiers can we develop to help bring this thing across the finish line? You, your goal is 19,000. You need to make it nine. So what do you do? Repacks. Yeah. It's not going to work. It didn't work. Right. And it also tells you how crappy things were when they were 500 short and they didn't push it back another day fudge it yeah they didn't fudge the numbers i think that they were done with this project yeah i think they're saying let's cut our losses we've done everything we could quote unquote Uh, i don't know why i quoted that there's no reason (laughs) reason to quote that no one said that right but you get what i'm saying like they just they just kind of folded right i i think promote it i think they looked at it and they they ran the numbers and said we're going to lose money on this and they just said f it Probably. And I'm afraid now that they're going to be, I, I, I don't think HasLab needs to be these big ticket items. I no. said this last week and, and I think it bears repeating. Just give us the things that you don't think stores will carry. Whether it's the black land speeder from star Wars that you don't think you'll get into the vintage collection line. But slap that on the table for 50 bucks, people will buy it. Right. In droves. For uh, people were talking about a Black Series X Wing, that would be cool. But we don't need something that big. Like I was saying, give us the Hammerhead, give us Moff Tech, give us um, Java Creatures, uh, uh, um, Re Yeeze. You know, if you don't think you're going to make that in the uh, normal mainline, make it a HasLab. Right. No, I agree. I, th- I think, like you said, because people will pay forty bucks on on a figure all day long, and yeah, make ten thousand of them and make forty. You know, make your money. I love my hobby. <laughs> I, I I enjoy my hobby. I don't like it oh, when yeah. things like this happen because it just puts this black spot on it. It does, and it sucks. Black mark, and it's just yeah, it sucks because I just want it to be fine. And, and you don't know if it's Hasbro's fault, if it's Lucasfilm's fault. Like, I don't think it's fair to complain to Hasbro if it's not Hasbro's fault. If they're, if they, and I, I completely get it why Ula is not going to be made because she is, she is naked. Right. I mean, she's just wearing netting. She's complete. There's, there's not even a bra on her. Right. There's no way in hell the Disney, let alone Lucasfilm, is going to say, go ahead and make that figure. No. And so I get that, but I don't know. Where was it going with that? 
I just, I just want the best for the hobby and, uh, and it's not worth complaining. It's not worth spending the energy complaining to Hasbro if they're just taking it because they can't say, well, it's Lucasfilm's fault. That's right. where I was going with that. You're right. No, exactly. It, I've the past week, I've kind of pulled the heat off of Hasbro and it's going strongly on Lucasfilm. I, I, I really are Disney. And I don't even think it's Disney. It's Lucasfilm, dude. I mean, yes, it Disney is a, a Lucasfilm is underneath the Disney umbrella. But you also got to look at what else is underneath that Disney umbrella. Marvel. You, you know, and Marvel's they're getting away with all kinds of crap with Marvel right now. Or that they're not getting away with with Disney. Look at, I mean, now granted, G.I. Joe is their IP, but look at a G.I. Joe figure versus a, a Star Wars figure. The G.I. Joe figure's got a shit ton of weapons and accessories, and it's $20, $25 at most. We get Boba Fett that he they had to pop the helmet off, and it's a $40 figure. Yeah. Versus the Phoenix Shan that it's got, oh, oh, hold on. Oh, the Boba Fett's got a backpack. So we're going to charge you 20 extra dollars because the back for a back or whatever, 10 extra dollars for a freaking backpack. It is frustrating to see those Marvel retro figures with the Kenner logo that are completely inspired from Star Wars. It's what, you know, what would Kenner do if they had this line back in the day? And so they're basically copying the Star Wars method. They're not the, 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 what do they call them? The chads are unpunched. Yeah. The, um, the card back is is thicker and it's just like everything i want in the star wars line marvel's getting right enough give give it to star star wars was the gold standard it revolutionized revolutionized the industry everything was dolph size until star wars came around and they made it 3.75 gi joe shrinks down um mask is that that scale i mean it's a little bit smaller yeah but it is that scale you've got all your bill and ted you got your beetlejuice like all the figures followed star wars's lead yeah they made them smaller bill and ted's closer to six inch but yeah exactly it's now it's yeah Good why now four to six inch figure yeah dude look but it's not gi joe dolls anymore. right yeah it's not a 12 inch figure not a 12 inch doll anymore 12 inch action figure it's it's smaller and it's been re- revolutionized because of star wars but star wars is now being treated like it's dog crap and and the prices are outrageous and and if the, it keeps going this way, it's not going to be the gold standard anymore. It's going to have all these blemishes and, and it's going to turn off collectors and collectors are going to back out mm-hmm. and the value of Star Wars is going to decrease. And when I say value, I don't mean the quality of the movies will st- always stay the gold standard of movies. Right. It's just the merchandising. It's, people aren't going to want to buy this stuff anymore. And, you know, if that were to happen, maybe maybe if it ne- runs its natural course and that happens, maybe that's a great thing because then another company will come in or, or Lucasfilm will loosen the belts a little bit and say, all right, just, just go do your thing. Right. And maybe then things will, will kind of smoothen down. But you know, if, if, if licensing agreements get too high or if, if companies say it's not worth my time, then they're not going to make the product anymore and, and it's going to devalue the, the property. Yeah. I totally Woo! agree. <laughs> no, I agree. I think it, I don't know. I think we're in for a, another dark time here soon because I think they're going to make the, they're going to finish the 92 run on the TC, the I'm afraid of vintage collection and then say F it. That's, that's my fear. But then 
what's going to happen? I mean, when you look at the Black Series, that was just a flavor of the month, like uh, uh, the um, Angry Birds or the Galaxy of Adventures or Unleashed. Like they were all just flavors of the month, and Hasbro was just trying something new. And Black Series took off, but there's some constraints to that. You can't world build with this without overtaking a room. Right. So I don't, I don't know. Like you can't, I don't think you can replace it with black series. No, not for what they want to do with. If they want to do more HasLab projects, you can't. No, you can't. You can't. Can't can't do do that. (laughs) Anyways, that's my feelings. I'm going to leave it there. We'll get back to the regular schedule programming. And like I said, 2022, my goal is not to complain about Hasbro. I think I've said everything that I need to say. I don't want to be a negative podcast. I don't want people to say, well, let's skip their podcast because all they're going to do this week is complain about Hasbro. Right. No, I think we're done complaining about Hasbro because I think that the cat's out of the bag finally. And it just is going to take people voting with their wallet, like I've been saying. And I've, I'm only buying the shit that I really, really like that I really dig. And that's where I'm at with modern collecting. I'd rather, I'd rather put my money in prototypes right now. Truthfully. I would too, (laughs) but I'd also like my black series. And I also like my vintage collection. And that book is amazing. Uh, Again, blue milk, B L U E B L U E M I dot L K. I'm starting to do this in my head. Go buy a book. Yeah. How much is it? How much does it run? I think it's 60 to 75 bucks. Okay. I mean, I pre-ordered, I pre-ordered, pre-ordered on the day one and I pre-ordered at the like first 50 special, mm-hmm. which is why I got my book first is because they're, ah. they're shipping an order of pledge. Gotcha. So. Now that makes sense. It's a good book. Die in 60. That's what a good table, coffee table book runs. Yeah, it's probably my favorite coffee book table. Maybe, I mean, I've only had it for a couple of days, but it might be my favorite Star Wars book. Right. But who knows? That, that, I, I need to live with it a little bit more before I call, claim it that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could tell your, your excitement with it. Yeah. So they I know you're, I know you're going to love it. They did a really good job with the layout pages. Anyways. I'm just going to go on and on about this. Book. <laughs> Buy the damn book. Buy the book. If you like the vintage collection. Yep. You won't regret it. Awesome. Anything else? I think that's it. We're at an hour and a half. So exhausted. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> good episode, though. Yeah, it was great. It was good to get a lot of crap off our chest. Uh, please definitely. Uh, if you don't want to send us a voice clip, for your, you know, your find or, or what we asked for. What was it last week? Just a, a year, year in review. Yeah. Favorite pickups, goals. Did you hit those goals? What did we get? Nothing. No, we, we got, no we clips. got nothing. We, got, yeah. we never get, I, I, I get like an email from one or two people or I get somebody commenting on, on a post, but yeah, we haven't gotten anything yet. But if you don't want to send a voice clip in, just shoot us an email saying, Hey, our year was awesome. Our year was crap. This is what we did. We met our goals. I've, I, shit, I far exceeded my goals this year. Uh, you did, you got some pretty cool stuff this year too, yeah, right? Yeah, I you, wanted did one your hard, place that I've got too. Yeah, your hard copy came in this year, right? 
hard copy and then that Kylo Ren prototype. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's been a crazy freaking year um, for, for us. And I mean, we, we plan on, on reliving it here next, next uh, podcast or so. And then uh, going into what our goals are for 2022, but 2022. Yeah. Just shoot us an email at uh, smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com and, uh, you know, we'll read it, read it, uh, read it on our post, on our post, on our uh, podcast, podcast, you're in, you're in review podcast, we'll, you're in review we'll podcast. So, yeah, like us on Facebook, share us with a friend. Uh, you know, like I said last week, things are things are going gangbusters. We're I think we're in like 25 countries, which I didn't know people would want to listen to. I it. thought we were just in three. No, dude. If you go to um, the analytics, when you go to Anchor, look at the analytics, and you can see the countries. It's like 25. Wow. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah. I didn't know people would want to listen in that many countries. But, yeah, that's awesome. We appreciate it. Um, wow. It's, yeah. And now Facebook, man. You can even listen to us on Facebook because my wife showed me. I guess, she, you know, when, when I post a new – when we post a new – uh, episode on Facebook, it gives you a, a notification and you click on that notification and it plays it immediately. So way to go, Facebook. You finally got something right. <coughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Jason, you go, uh, what time? It's late already, isn't it? It's 930. I got okay, another half hour before I go to bed. Yeah. I could talk. We could shoot the crap. I think we're done because I don't have anything right, else. To yeah, I want to save what we got for another episode because I think what we got can could work good on another episode okay that's fine so this is the way this is the way